From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. And this is the best beer show on the internet. Yes, yes. We have Lucy here today. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're going to do some some Pilsner talking today. Pilsner talk. All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the American Homebrewers Association. They do a lot of support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link at the bottom of our homepage and join today. Also, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppen Barrel Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios or click on the patron link at the bottom of our homepage at blindnessstudios.com. Also, uh, while you're at blindnessstudios.com, go ahead and find that store link or go to teespring.com slash store slash blindnessstudios and check out some of our merch. All right. Brian, what have you been up to beer-related lately, my oh friend? Oh, my. Not a whole lot. Um, actually, not much at all. Okay. <laughs> in no, the, in, in mean, the words fine. of Bjorn, if you got nothing to say, <laughs> just don't, don't. Just don't say it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I... For one, um, am actually feeling alive uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, last week's episode was a little rough, guys. Sorry about that. Um, did I talk about uh, my brew day last week? I don't remember. I don't either. But that, like, okay. Um, yeah. If I didn't, I brewed a double uh, for the uh, rebrew for the ESC. So that'll be uh, that'll be coming in the next uh, few weeks. Hopefully, we gotta we gotta clear a keg first. So it really depends on how quickly people drink. Very true. We're um, trying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We are drinking uh, the Pilsner from Casey's Kegerator, which I was. Which yeah. Yeah, showing Lucy. He's got the. I don't know if we've talked about it much, but you've got the Raspberry Pi build that shows how much Raspberry Pints. Raspberry Pints, which is very cool, and and looks very very professional. It looks very fancy. Very fancy. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we talked a little bit about it last week on our draft thing, but I don't think we men- mentioned the Raspberry Pines. We'll have to we'll have to do an entire thing on brew software and whatnot. Um, yeah, uh, it's also the like the one year anniversary of uh, Lando coming in and destroying everything. So <laughs> yeah, and as we speak, he's over there choosing a giant piece of wood to chew on. You know what? I'll take that over barking, man. I will too. I, so we'll, let's, we'll, uh, yeah, we're just gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So let's dive right into the Pilsner discussion. I guess yeah. like. Let's get right down to it. So we're going to start with um, with my Pilsner. Yep. Um, because I have a problem. I, for whatever reason, this this is my fourth attempt at this style, and I'm still not happy with it. Um, but here's here's what I have for a recipe. Because it's a stupid easy thing. Um, I have a hundred percent best malts Pilsen malt. Um, then. An ounce of, or uh, hang on, uh, I don't like how they how this has it laid out sometimes. Um, then I did two ounces of Tetanang at 60 minutes and an ounce at five minutes. And then I fermented with uh, Omega uh, Bierne uh, yeast, which is OYL114. Okay. 
Have you brewed with that yeast before? I have not. No. Okay, that might be part. It might be part. Well, yeah, I I, I couldn't find any other any of the other. Uh, I wanted the Y yeast, uh, German lager yeast, uh, but I could not find any. Okay, got it. Which was a bummer. But um, yeah, so I fermented at uh, fifty one for uh, well until uh, until it was time for the de rest. Then did that uh, until it finished out, and then dropped it into. Um, in, into lagering temps for three weeks, four weeks. Spin it. I was kind of reading when you were saying the... Say the malt bill again, quick. Oh, 100% best malts, Pilsen malt. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Should we jump right in? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's, <clears throat> let's, 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 let's talk about this first, yeah. and then, then we'll, yeah. So immediately, I'm going to start ripping this all the way apart. Go for it. So <laughs> no, honestly, it, immediately like. the the sulfur content is over the top. Um, I got a just a titch of butter. So you, you did de rest. You did say that. Um, I, I feel like the the malt. It literally, if I took a sip of a much much lighter lager and then uh, and then stuffed a an unsalted saltine cracker in my mouth. That's exactly what this beer tastes like. It tastes like an unsalted cracker. Yep. Which is fine, but it's a little bit one-dimensional. And I wonder, I like I like that you use 100% of, of the pills base. The color is great. There's some haze. Um, head's kicking good, man. It's sticking around. Um, got some lacing going. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it is crispy enough. It's attenuated enough. But you're you're very definitely there's a sulfur content now. When we get into the the BJCP guideline later, it'll probably say something like minimal amounts of like low to no. Yeah, is probably fine. But this is probably mid, like moderate, like right in the middle. It's not over the top. And furthermore, you can actually and I, you know, and there are a lot of and sadly enough, there are a lot of like people out there like craft breweries and breweries that I drink a lot of their beer out there making beers and I get a pint of their beer and there's just sulfur on it, which, you know, whatever you, what I was getting at was you could literally go and pretty much just blow it off the top of the beer and it should, the CO2 should help carry it away and their breath should help carry it away a little bit. See, now you're getting more lager character and that Mm -hmm. bread cracker type of situation. Um, so most of these types of off flavors will, will dissipate, but, um, there's times where it might take up to a couple months to make this type of thing go away. And so like laying uh, this beer down forever and ever, it'll only make it better. It'll make the sulfur Mm -hmm. go away. And the majority is carried, like I said, away by the CO2 production. But, um, (sighs) there, there are camps that, that say that sulfur is a big part of the experience of this type of beer. Uh, just depends on what you want. Now, important factors in the production of sulfur compounds and lagers are pitching rate and the wort, like the original gravity. So lower pitching rates or higher original gravity, the wort's going to produce more sulfur in, in the beer. Um, so pitching rate on this one, I did a two liter starter. Um, which sounds adequate. Yep. Um, and then I did... Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could have let it go a little bit longer, um, mm-hmm. I, but I was at a point where I was like, oh, I need to put a beer on. And and then we've talked about this a little bit where I have I feel like fan is, free amino nitrate is a big, 
consideration, a thing to think about. And so from a yeast nutrient standpoint, um, where were you at with that? Oh, um, yeah, I, I honestly didn't add any yeast nutrient. I probably should have done that. Okay, like. so that um, you <clears throat> so you probably won't run into a deficiency uh, when making like an all malt like this, but when you start adding adjuncts, that's a risk. Um, but I would maybe potentially add some yeast nutrient. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're back. So, yeah, we're, we're back. We had to take a quick uh, bark break. Hold on. Um, <laughs> so, we were talking about adding the yeast nutrient prior to the fermentation. And yeah. frankly, there. There are some beers that really benefit from a nutrient and some you're going to, you know, too much fan. And that's a whole nother little thing talking about yep. free amino nitrates. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this. so part of the reason I think I have so much trouble with this style in particular is, one, like, I, I don't really brew a lot of lagers. Like, uh-huh. it's, um, and then the other one is there's nothing to hide behind. Yeah. There's, there's four ingredients in this beer. We say canary beer. This yeah. is, and this is like a good, a, a mark of a good um, brewery that can create one that, you know, is, isn't overly sulfury and isn't uh, full of butter and that. But the problem is that you've got a tank tied up for that long. You know, and this is again, I, I say this all the time. This is why you are very lucky as a home brewer. You, you, I know, I know it sucks also as a home brewer to like tie up a, a carboy mm-hmm. or a tank or whatever. In, you know, if you have temp, temp control to lay a lager down for this long and get to play with these cool lager strains, that's a pain too. It's a pain for everybody, but um, it's, it's neat as a home brewer. You're not going to ruin more than five to 10 gallons of beer. Yeah. So. All right, so to fix, well, uh, actually, before we get into other things to, like, what we would completely, like, process changes, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's just kind of go over um, the German pills uh, guidelines. So we're looking at the 2021 guideline, BJCP guidelines, um, and, I mean, quick, uh, quick aside, we were talking before, they got rid of uh, Bohemian uh, Pilsner. Yeah, we're looking at five, like, it's five for the category. We're talking about pale, bitter yeah. European beer. Um, there's, you know, Kolsch and Hellas export beer. Uh, we jump right into 5D, which is German pills. Yeah. Blanket style. Um, yeah, this is a pale, dry, bitter American or German lager. American German lager featuring <laughs> a prominent hop aroma, crisp, clean, and refreshing, showing a brilliant gold color with excellent head retention. Um, so immediately, like, I don't, I don't think I put enough hops in this. I think I need to really up that hop bill. Yeah, the balance is a little out of whack. Remember I said it just basically tastes like I poured a yep. Budweiser on top of a cracker in my mouth with no salt. No salt. No salt. No salt. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, aroma, moderate, uh, moderately to moderately high, uh, flowery, spicy, or herbal hops, low to medium grainy, sweet, or doughy malt character, often with a light honey and toasted cracker quality. So I think that, you know, I think I said before, like, it's a little one-dimensional. Um, uh, I just don't know what I, I don't know what I, I, I So, with, um, honestly. honestly, I'm thinking maybe mash a little high. Well, but so I don't, but, so I was thinking maybe mash higher, and, like, I'd, I'd 
Yeah, but I don't want to lose any of the crispness, you know? Yeah, I think the the dimensional quality I'm looking for would probably the be hops. satisfied by hops. Yeah, yeah honestly. Because th- this beer should be very dry. Like, if you're starting out at an OG of 1044, you should be, it should be ripping below... It should be ten. Um, should be ten away. Yeah. Let me let me grab my numbers um, on this, and I can tell mm-hmm. you where I started and ended. Yeah, we're sitting um, like in between four point four and five point two percent ABV. So this. Yeah, I did. It was ten forty nine. And finished at ten ten. That's that's sounds about right. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's it is definitely a dry, a dry beer, and I guess my my guess would have been probably right around ten oh eight or or so. Mm-hmm. 10, maybe more like 10, 10. All right. Um, yeah, so flavor, uh, initial malt flavor quickly overcome with hop flavor and bitterness. Yeah, so I think, I mean, a big thing here is I just don't have enough hops. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, yeah. yeah. Um, malt and hop flavors similar to aroma, uh, medium to high bitterness, lingering into the aftertaste along with a touch of malt and hops. Clean fermentation profile. Uh, minerally water can accentuate and lengthen the dry finish. Uh, hops and malt can fade with age, but the beer should always have a bitter balance. Uh, mouthfeel, medium light body, um, medium to high carbonation, should not feel heavy, not harsh, um, but may have a flinty minerally uh, sharpness in some examples. Right, and we're looking for like a softer water quality to this. That's that's kind of an always um, it's beneficial to add some gypsum. Um, uh, that'll en- always it'll always enhance the sharpness of hop bittering, but you shouldn't do it unless your your brewing water really needs it. So if you have a good handle on on how that on how your brewing water is, um, better to go without the salts and have too much and end up like a mineral sharp beer. And I think you just said there's a, a little mineral quality is yep is okay in this style. Um, <clears throat> I'll say though the key to making this. A great beer is making sure it attenuates, and we've said that four times over. So, uh, too much residual sweetness is is not going to be a good rep of the style. Um, definitely avoid crystal malts. Casey did 100% pills. Um, if we were going to add a second malt to this, should we? I, I don't. So I don't know. Probably I'm torn, not. Probably not. But um, if we did. A, aromatic, a maybe. I don't. That puts I, it out of style. So, well, here's here's my thing. I feel like if you if you add any other malts to this, it's going to overtake the pilsner. Yeah, like I, I would get you the most flavorful, best pilsner malt that m- your money can buy. Yeah. Like you can get f- a floor malted pills from like wireman yeah. that is just knocks it out of the park. So the the characteristic ingredients for this style are pilsner malt, hops. Clean German lager yeast. Yeah. Like, um, so my IBUs, like, and so here's another, like, stupid IBU thing is mm. I shot for the center. I There's 30 IBUs in this beer. Really? Ac- I, well, uh, t- according to the Tinseth <laughs> bullshit, like. Well, you should have calculated it using the Regar formula. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. So like, um, so I, I like. I mean, I really just need to like knock it out of the park. Like, just yeah. go go way over the top and probably do uh, higher late late. And well, no, because like I want more bitterness. Like, there's just not enough. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You drink, try try drinking a Pivo pills, like, yeah. or, or Victory Prima pills, and and you're 
you're going to get bitch slapped with, you know, delicious hoppy goodness. Yeah. Not too much. Not too much, but so, you're going to get, get right. slammed that, with it. I think it. that's probably the higher than f- the 40s for IBU, depending on how, what, how you're calculating it. But I would say the commercial examples on here are a bunch of styles, or, or a bunch of, um, other than Polliner. And uh, Koenig. Yeah, I guess, I guess Koenig. Or I've never run into or heard of, um, so these must be just like very, very regional German, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Central Europe traditional Pilsner family. But yes, yeah, so this lacks bitterness. Um, so you know what to do. And now you got to rebrew. <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, and I'm, I'm excited too because this is like Pilsner is uh, hands down one of my favorite styles. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those like I I could drink it. Like if, if I was just left with that beer, it'd be. Like, it'd be a toss-up between, do I just drink only Pilsners or only, like, pale American Pale Ales for the rest of the days, you know? Um, but, yeah, it's 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 just so fucking hard. But I finally got rid of my fucking DM, like, the first two that I did, I think this is four, um, were, uh, they, they tasted like cream corn. So I got, I got, <laughs> I got rid of that problem. Um, so, yeah, so, like, you got to watch out for that DMS issue. Um, and like, that's just having a really good vigorous boil. I think that part of it is the vigorous boil and another part for like your, like, uh, getting rid of the butter on your diacetyl side, uh, is really understanding the yeast strain and when it needs, when's it, when it needs that, when it needs the D rest that might be at four in the morning. You don't. You know, right. you, you got to know, you have to, you have to test it all along the way. And again, that's another thing that's really hard when you're a home brewer because of that small volume and having to like unbung and thief, you know, if you don't have like, you know, the type of equipment that Casey has, or you can just take a sample port sample. Plus, I mean, you're pulling how many, how much of it. Yeah. Well, and that's, um, you know. so the, the other thing I did, uh, which this is the first one I brewed since I got the tilt hydrometers. Um, and so like the, the last one I had was a butter bomb. This is a lot better. I think, I think what I would do is I would start the D rest a little earlier. Okay. And I think that would solve, um, the, the little bit of butter that we're getting in there. So just a reminder, the diacetyl rest is on a lager ferment, raising the temperature in order for the yeast cells to pull that diacetyl back into the cell. So for some reason... Yeah, just picture a yeast cell only having two hands and, you know, it'll like kick something out of the cell and it'll push something back in and it'll hang on to it outside of the cell. And then once you raise that temperature, it wants to push it back into the cell and then it wants to drop to the bottom, if that makes any sense. So basically what we're talking about is just like the higher temperature is helping to clean the butter up off of the, you know, and this is that movie popcorn butter that you like so much. Yeah, That's just so much. straight up diacetyl. <laughs> Um, literally, they're drizzling diacetyl on the popcorn. So, still, it, it is it is delicious <laughs> um, in in that in that application. But yeah, yeast cells are interesting. They're a eukaryotic organism, and they need you know they're they're a living thing, and they need to be treated correctly. And you know, a lot of times we don't know what that is unless we really understand the strain. All right, so I did the rest at. Uh, temp. Here we go. Uh, we want to look at when that jumped up. We did the rest. We started the rest at ten fifteen. So that's probably a little late 
Probably should have started about 10, I'm not 20, getting 10, it. 18. It's low to no, like very, very low. Like I think I think only the first few sips I kind of notice it, but now I don't. Okay. Now, no, it's just all that uh, you're you're you've been salt. Your palate's been saltined. So, <laughs> hey, cracka. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I love having this chart where I can see exactly, like, oh, okay, this is exactly when I did the thing, uh-huh. and uh-uh. Um, and then try not to look at it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I like data. Data's yeah. great. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, so if, if you are, what, what other things, like, would you, would you recommend to somebody, um, like, so if you, if you were going to brew this, uh, this beer, Brian, what yeast would you use? Oh, man. Um. Because I don't, you guys don't have a pills, right? We don't. Um, but I would lean heavily, um, gosh, uh, White Labs 830 or 2124 Y yeast is probably your best bet. Um, it, unless you want to play around with OYL. Like, that's, I, I, it just, like, OYL is after my time, um, frankly. Yeah. Uh, they, it just wasn't available. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure I could Google it real quick. Imperial Organic Yeast probably makes a, a bomb diggity. Um, you know, German pills, yeast, but I'd stick with what, what we know is, is good classic style. Mm-hmm. So eight thir- WLP 830 or Y yeast 2124 is probably your best bet. Yeah. Um, cause there's probably a, a shitload of information on the internets and I don't know, you can either get good information or you can get your confirmation bias. And move <laughs> <laughs> Up to you, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, hops, like, stick with, like, German noble hops, um, and then... Absolutely, Pearl, um, Hallertau, uh, uh, jeez, what else, um, yeah, um, trying to think what else would work. Anything noble. Yep, Lando agrees. Look at that. Um, the other, like, the other thing I love about, like, brewing this style in particular, yeah, it... Like, it takes forever to get the result, and usually, at least for me, it 100% of the time sucks. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's cheap. Like, it's it's a very cheap beer to brew. That's how many pounds of... Um, 11. Yeah. 11 pounds of Pilsner malt at 89 cents a pound, you know, do the math. I mean, in this, like, if you're doing extract, you're, like, you're only using, like, about 8 pounds of LME. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, too. And like, there's there's not a, there's not a ton of like ex, there's no expensive hops. In oh, it. I should say if you're using dry, try S twenty three Saf. Okay. Yeah, and probably work pretty good too. All right. Um, and then, do you have any comments about uh, the removal of Czech Pilsner from the BJCP style guidelines that we want to get into quick? I think it's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. So that like. I think it it muddles things like from a regional standpoint. So the the new the new styles under Czech are and this like we we were talking about this. It's Czech pale lager, Czech premium pale lager, Czech amber lager, Czech dark lager. I think in diversifying they've confused. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not they're not talking about specific styles. Like now they're like they're lumping, and it just feels eh. And then there's uh, I have not I, I can't I can't find Bohemian Pilsner on here anywhere. Yeah, which is I mean I feel like is a very distinct style, isn't it? I mean, yeah, 
this is what we need Laosh for. Like he would have all kinds of yeah cool things to say about that. But all right, um, I don't really have anything else. Should we get out of here? Yeah. If I can find the music, the um, I'm working on it. I have to find the button. All right, guys. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at uh, feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindersquareninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.